This is George Connor of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. The NFL season continues, so I continue to speak about the NFL and somewhat the Chicago Bears' shows, I guess, about the Chicago Bears. Doesn't matter. I continue to talk about football. This week is with Megan Gailey, the biggest Indianapolis Colts fan I know. Megan is one of the most educated people about sports. She she knows more about sports than almost anyone I know, and I like her quite a bit. Uh, and I've known her for a very, very long time, over 10 years at this point. And when I met her, I was watching the Bears, and then I stopped watching the Bears. Now I'm watching the Bears again, and she is still a Colts fan. Uh, Megan, you might know, because she's actually successful in doing good things. She's a co-host of Crooked Media's Hysteria. She's a writer for the uh, Anthony Jeselnik Show that's currently on Comedy Central. You can see her on The Tonight Show very soon. Uh, she's a wonderful stand-up comic. She used to work for the NFL Network, so there's some insight that only Megan can provide. Uh, occasionally, you'll hear her fiancé, C.J. Soldano in the background. C.J. will be on a future episode, but I wanted to speak with Megan about this week's Chicago Bears victory over the Minnesota Vikings because the current Chicago Bears defensive coordinator is the former Indianapolis Colts coach. And uh, also, I don't know any Vikings fans. So, uh, thanks to Megan. And without further ado, here's Megan Gailey and I sort of barely talking about the Chicago Bears' victory over the Minnesota Vikings during week four of the 2019 NFL season. Your childhood to me sounds like the perfect childhood for someone to grow up and love the NFL. You were adored by your parents, but you were tortured by your brothers. You were called a princess, but treated like you were a subhuman. You were able to forgive horrible behavior just because they were on your team. And at the end of the day, no matter what happens, you're still from Indiana. I don't know. Are you saying that as a negative or a positive? It's a it's a wash. The team you're born with is the team you're going to have forever. It doesn't matter if it. Everyone goes through streaks. The sooner or later, the Patriots will be bad. The Colts will inevitably win another Super Bowl. You do have guys like Peyton Manning, who you might like as on the team, but then hate post career or in college for sexual assault reasons. You could have guys like Andrew Luck and think he's the savior, and then he realizes maybe the CTE isn't for me. By the way, my daddy's going to run the XFL. Maybe I'll go play for them. You're going to go through waves. You're going to go. You're going to. You're going to take in a lot of abuse. But at the end of the day, you're a liar. I feel like you're abusing me now. I'm just. <laughs> I'm stating facts. I know. I know. For the record, I'm happy for luck. Okay, so I'm doing this every week with people that I talk to regularly and people that I, I rarely talk to, and you're somewhere in the middle. Um, you and your fiance are two of my favorite people, and I met you both in Chicago. Neither of you are Chicago Bears fans, but I'm using the Bears as a reason to speak with you. You are an Indianapolis yeah. Colts fan. You're the biggest Colts fan I know. Thank you so much. People always tell me that, but I think it's just because no one from Indianapolis moves anywhere, so I'm the only Colts fan outside of Indianapolis. I know your brother. And my brother, and yeah, and Michael and I are very different types fans your brother is like way too chill to be a real football fan no he's mean he's so mean maybe you only maybe you get the mean because he's family and that's who he truly is and then to people like me he's just like hey man it's all good yeah and i guess you know on our family thread it's just my dad and Michael and I sort, and then, you know, my mom, my parents were at the Colts game yesterday. My mom's sending pictures of halftime 
And then like, look, the minions are here. And my dad's like, we don't deserve to win. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Michael's thumbs up being thumbs down. Like my dad's like, why did Michael thumbs down? Like, I'm like, cause he's mad at the Colts. He's not mad at you. And he's like, Oh, okay. I love this. So, okay. So, the the question I ask everyone, and I'm going to keep asking everyone, is why do you like football? I think we could. I think everyone agrees. There's so much harm involved, and of the four major American sports, it's the least politically correct. It's the least socially progressive. It has the least amount of social justice. One of the biggest in terms of sexism. Yet it's the most popular sport in America. Why do you, Megan Gailey, like professional football? I think it's at this point like muscle memory. I've just watched it and liked it my whole life. Um, and so, it, and living on the West Coast, they do make it harder for you. I mean, games start at 10 a.m., but I still wake up, watch everything, like was listening on the radio yesterday to the Colts for some reason on my way home from spin. I just, I, I do like this time of year. I like the food. I like how it makes me feel. I like the camaraderie. And I know all the bad, but it still does, like, warm part of my heart. You've also experienced winning years since you were a child. So for about 10 years, it was really easy not to watch professional football as a Bears fan because there wasn't really a reason. You've gone to multiple Super Bowls in your lifetime. You've won a Super Bowl in your 20s. Yes. Well, I won't die. I was like 19. Technically. You were in a bar when the Colts won a Super Bowl in your almost 20s. I was in a bar, but I was in a bar illegally. I'm trying to make this above board for you. So you've, you've, had a, you've had a winning adulthood team. Do you think it would have yeah. been easier to not enjoy professional football if your team was shitting the bed? I guess maybe, but... The Pacers had some lean years, and I still really love the Pacers, too. So some of it for me is a lot of my adulthood has not been spent in Indianapolis. So I guess it's a way to feel connected back to it. Um, So even if they were bad, I think I would still like them and sort of revel in being a lovable loser to some extent. You have a very unique point of view when it comes to professional football because – a, you're a woman, and uh, for a very long time, it seemed like the NFL did not care about female fans. That's clearly changed in the last yeah. 20 years. Um, and last year, you technically worked for the league, and before that, right. a few years ago, your fiancé also worked for the league. Yeah. Did, did that paint your did – that, did that alter your view of the NFL in any way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. Just to CJ said I have to be careful. Exactly. We're trying. CJ, for the listener, is her fiance. I don't want to name names here. I don't want to get you in trouble. But yes, uh, was it more positively influenced your point of view or negatively? Um, well, th- there there were some like negative takeaways I had from it. I mean, it's the same reason that like the saying you saw how the sausage gets made exists. Mm-hmm. Like when, I, and I know people that have had this in other sports and in like movies. There is such a thing sometimes as, like, no dream job. Like, once you get into something and you're like, wait, this is what happens? Oh, no. Or or it's just a job. And there can be, like, an annoying or rude, mean person at work 
who happens to have a cool job, but you're like, ugh, they suck. But I will say, on the positive side, everyone that I worked with that was a former player was so delightful and so amazing and smart and cool and funny that it made me almost upset that there are bad ones that get so much publicity because I do think there are really good guys in the NFL still, too. I think that the NFL has learned a lot from the NBA, and your fiancé could definitely speak to this in a future episode, where the NBA has changed dramatically in the last 10 years where now, like, the biggest, most badass thing you could do is be like LeBron James and build a school for kids. And Mm -hmm. the Chicago Bears last three years... Almost all of the press about the Bears, almost all of the narrative about them has been what they're trying to do in, in neighborhoods in Chicago with this, like, be a yeah. program. And it's all super, super positive. We're like, 10 years ago, the biggest story was Brian Urlacher just left his wife to date Paris Hilton. Yeah. So. Yeah. It seems I mean, like. Mr. Bitsky said he was going to end racism <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah. That's a direct quote. I know. No, he said he was, I think he was going to try to end racism. Listen, I, I think it's a really, like, important cause. I just don't know if Mitch is the face of it, but I, I wish him well. Yeah, good for him. He's, a, he's got nothing to do the next few weeks with that bum shoulder. Fix racism in Chicago, the most racist city in America, my favorite city in America. He, Mitch could do it. Yeah, I'm a big Mitch fan, too. Okay. Let's go through our two teams and the connective tissue. The reason why I wanted to talk to you this week uh, is because, number one, I don't know any Vikings fans, and the Bears played the Vikings. Mm -hmm. And number two, our defensive coordinator used to be the Indianapolis Colts head coach and was one of the few rare 100% positive stories in the NFL in, like, 20... When did he have cancer? 2016? Yeah, maybe, like... I think it was longer ago than that, like, four or five years ago. Okay, so either way, in the last five years, he was one of the only few positive stories. So... Do you have any feelings about defensive Bears coordinator Chuck because he was your coach for so many years? Oh, I love him so much. And I remember we were at the final game of what felt like it was going to be his final. It was like the final game of the season, and it was like he's going to get fired, he's going to get fired. And I truly did not want him fired and was, like, tweeting about not wanting him to get fired. And then he didn't get fired, and I felt like I had helped it happen. I follow you on Twitter. I was not watching the NFL at the time. And you you were the reason I, I knew what the hell was going on. You seemed very passionate. Why did you like this coach so much? The Chicago Cubs, I don't know if you saw, they just let go of their head coach today. To me, it's the biggest disappointment of the 2020 – sorry, the 2019 Cubs was letting – their only manager, living manager to win a World Series, go. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why did you love Chuck so much? I thought he was a really good guy. I thought that he did a good job, like a a good enough job. And I also think that in the NFL, there is this sort of crew, unless you're like going to be a Cliff Kingsbury and be this like young college hotshot, you're just going to get another recycled NFL coach who's been like a coordinator somewhere. Like anyone you get has failed somewhere. And I just didn't feel like there was better out there than what we already had. 
and it seemed like the players loved him and he had gone through such adversity and handled it with such grace that I'm like, I'd rather have this like good human being that I trust than some wild card who seems awful. And then when he eventually did get fired, that's when we hired what's his name, who the Patriots, Josh McCann, is that his name? I it's like I have a no idea. From my memory, he like was our coach for one day and then was like, oh, actually, I'm going to stay with the Patriots. And it was this huge, disgusting debacle that only further made me be like, yeah, I like Chuck Pagano still. Does that make you sort of a Bears fan or do you just, are you happy when? No. Okay, no, it does. It, that doesn't change. It, it's what if Andrew Luck all of a sudden was like, you know what? I'm back next year, but I'm playing for the Lions. Would you like the Lions? No, I'd be curious. Okay, do you think Andrew Luck might have kept playing football if your coach was not let go? No, no, I don't think it was Pagano specific. I think it was a lot of different. Um, I do think like the organization was a part of it of his decision-making, um, but I don't think it was Pagano-related in any way. The There's something poetic about you doing this episode with me. Is uh, Andrew Luck technically retired after the Bears preseason game against the Colts? Yeah, yeah. Does this mean you're going to watch more preseason next year? No, no. But I definitely, like, had the first game of the season on while I was like getting ready in a different room. Okay. Okay. Does that that count? Sure. You're not a bad team. The Colts are not a bad team. You're two and two. You should be three and one, but you're not a bad team. Your new quarterback seems completely competent. Are you hopeful? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Never that. That's why I was never like that mad at luck. Cause I was like, I think Jacoby Brissett is like very good. Okay. Good. Good. So overall, are you hopeful? Are you indifferent? Are you just like chalking up this season as an L? How, how do you feel about 2019 NFL? I am hopeful. Um, our division is really always kind of wild, and we, like for whatever reason, always seem to have everybody in our division's number. So I, I think that there's a chance. We make the playoffs, but it's. I really like all the guys on the team, and I like have fun rooting for them. Um, and I think that we are cute, <laughs> and I, I think where we started the season, we have already over, like produced. We've already, like, overcome so much that I'm really, like, proud of them, and I enjoy watching them. Speaking of cute, you have the cutest quarterback in your division, I think. The most, the most interesting uh, quarterback right now that's not hurt, uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Do, do you have any thoughts about Gardner Minshew? No, and, like, CJ was showing me a video yesterday of Peyton Manning at the game meeting him, and he was like, does that make you mad? I'm like, no, I want everybody to be cool. I don't care. Peyton can go do whatever he wants. Do you um, like Peyton still? I do. Why? You're, you know you're, you're a woman, right? I know, but I worked with him, and he was very kind and funny, and I, and I did enjoy it. 
Okay, I conceded, and I shouldn't have said you're a woman, right? That's incredibly mean, and I apologize. That's not fair at all. No, like, I mean, part of the, you know, we have this conversation a lot, and sure, you and your wife do too, of like, what are we allowed to still like? Um, and there are some things that, like, you get a pass just for yourself. Do I? Do I think he's done what he has been accused of? Absolutely. Do I think it was handled poorly by every single person in his family and the University of Tennessee? For sure. But he also did build a children's hospital in my hometown. Okay. That's really so tough to tough. debate. Yeah, it's tough. That's a really good point. Now I feel... It's, yeah. I feel well, no, conflicted. Peyton Manning is a politician. Do you have any thoughts? I think he will be. I think that, I, I, like, it's almost like he's probably a moderate Republican. Yes. And that, and and so if he were to run in the state of Tennessee, I think the state of Tennessee would do fine with a moderate Republican. <laughs> I would be fine with that. But. Why are you considering Peyton Manning running for a state office and not president? Well, I think he has to become a senator before he can become president. That's not true at all. Clearly. I know, but I think for him, that's what I would suggest. Okay. I also don't know if he wants to be president. If you're not going to, I mean... At this point, Brady has won the debate of who's the better quarterback. And at that point, what what else is there but president? Head coach, um, owner, GM. Like, I think being a senator is really cool. You're part of a political podcast as well. Did you mm-hmm. have you gotten any shit ever about liking football? Um. No, I think they, it's definitely talked about as like a discussion piece. Um, we did an episode this past week that was about loving things that are problematic. And of course, they started with me. Like, you're mm-hmm. like, you're a sports fan. So I think like, it, it, it doesn't make sense for all women to hate sports. Like, that's just not going to happen. Am I a much more conscious fan now? Yeah. Like, there are people and there are athletes on teams that I like now that I never would have in my past because I know that they've done X, Y, Z for their community. I mean, part of the reason I, like, love Victor Oladipo so much is because he campaigned for a Democratic senator in Indiana and got so much shit for it. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I love him as a human being, but, like, also I think that I like people for outside of what they do in sports as well. Um, and so that's probably like a new added layer to fandom that you have to have in this post times up culture. That seems from the outside, you're way more of an insider than me. This, that seems like a good thing. I think it's, I think it is a good thing. I think it's, I think it's hard that you, you know, you're having to like, I, I tell this story a lot. TJ bought me, a Lance Stevenson jersey last year, and then we found out that he pushed a woman down the stairs that he was dating. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, now i got to get rid of this jersey. And so, like, that's what you, you're having to, like, know. You're having to be an actual consumer. And for me, at least, some people aren't doing it. I can't just take 
them at face value for what's happening on the field. I also have to know about them, which is part of the reason that I was never mad at luck. It's like, yeah, he's a father mm-hmm. now. He's a, and he's a husband. If he doesn't want to play this game because he worries about what's doing to his body, then like, who am I to be like, no, you need to. It's like, go live your life. And that's the other reason why I'm doing this show is because now I'm a father and I'm very conflicted because I played Pop Warner, you know, I played football and I had a ton of concussions and you just got your bell wrong. That's just what it was. And there's no way in hell I'm going to let my kid play. But at the same time, I don't want to keep the game away from my kid if he wants to watch on the weekend or if he wants to watch with his friends. And that's where I'm really conflicted because actually, first question, what did you do with the jersey? It's just hanging in a closet. You still have it? Still have it. Are you, are you hoping that, like, maybe he opens a battered women's shelter and apologizes? Like, how, why still keep it? Because I, I, I don't know where to put it. <laughs> I mean, like, also, I bought, a, I bought a jersey of Lance Stevenson, who was on the Lakers for one year. So it's, like, not... I guess I could give it to a man on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, but I don't really know what to do with it. Have you ever th- is that should be a pop up store that travels to major sporting? No, I know CJ and I have talked about it because we both have problematic sports gear. I got rid of my Dennis Rodman jersey for obvious reasons, but I already bought it when he was problematic, so I don't know why I did. Yeah, but also I look horrible in jerseys, so that's a big reason. CJ wears jerseys all the time. Once again, CJ is your 32-year-old adult man fiancé wearing professional yeah. basketball jerseys on the regular. Uh, yeah, all the time. Cool, 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 cool. So, but will you let... Do you, do you want to have a child? Yes. Will you let your child play football? No. What if they really want to? What if they convince you, but I'm really good and I know how to tackle the right way? It doesn't matter? Um, I think... I mean, like, we live in L.A., so... I think the like, I think the wokeness out here. I, I would find them like a flag league, and I would they could do that. And then if they wanted to play tackle football in high school, I don't know. I, I think I would probably say no. Did your brothers play football? No, and my dad played through college. Have you asked your father if he would do it again? He, oh, he would play in the NFL right now. <laughs> what do you think was more like, happy, a uh, happier day for him? When you got your dad's band to play on the NFL Network or when your dad played his last college football game? Oh, the NFL Network. <laughs> do you like your father's band? Um, I like my dad. You're a like very good daughter. Singing. That's a, that's a fair, thank you for not lying to me. Okay, so back to the actual like crux of this whole thing. Won't you? Will you be a hypocrite if you watch the Colts with your kid and you won't let your kid play? No, I don't think so. Why? Because I think there's like lots of dangerous things. Like we watch movies with kids, and it's like I would be terrified for my child to be a stuntman. Yeah, but you're. But in theory, his father's not wearing the jersey of the stuntman. I, listen, I wouldn't put it past CJ. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know if, they, you know, like my, my nieces have little football outfits and um, 
I, I, I don't think you're a hypocrite to want to consume something, but to also not want your child to be a part of it. Like, you're watching the NFL. These are grown men, and you, I don't think we can discount the fact that this is so many people's dream, and it's, like, a very, very difficult dream. It's harder than becoming a professional stand-up. It's really, really yeah. a, a wonderful thing. I mean, that's why I still watch Hard Knocks. Like, you are watching people's dreams come true, I would just hope for the safety of my child that that is not their dream. Do you think that the popularity of football is going to go away? Because once again, interesting perspective, you worked for the network. It seems like the league has weathered the storm better than anyone could have imagined. I mean, three years ago, this was the most polarizing thing in America. Politics seem to be completely out of it right now, and no one seems to be upset about that, either side. I think in 20 years, it won't look the way it does now. How so? I think there will be a point, and that probably has already started happening, where the best athletes gravitate towards basketball or towards other sports, soccer, whatever it may be. So I think you'll see less kids who are exceptional athletes playing it, and, and I think it will just... I do think the popularity will diminish over time. Will that change your viewing habits or will you still enjoy it the same way you always have? Um, I haven't, like even now I don't enjoy it the same way I always have. Why is that? Because I just know a lot more now and it is really sad to see someone I just, you know, I think the Thursday night game opened with two players being carted off. And it's like, ugh, this gives me a pit and a sadness in my stomach that I used to not have. Will you watch the XFL? Um, yeah, I'll probably take a look at it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be a, the kind of father where I don't tell my kid anything is good or bad. Does that make sense? Yeah, you let them decide. Yeah. And I feel like the best way to do that is to present everything. But at the same time, yeah. I'm really, really torn about this. Because yeah. what growing up in Chicago, like everything, even a lot of it still is about the 85 Bears, which is messed up. And like I had the uh-huh. outfit and I watched every game and I played it as a kid. And it, that's just how it was. And no one knew about CTE. But now that we know the risks... I feel like it's somewhat okay to watch the little game because, like you said, these are adult men that now knew the risk from, like, high school on about what they were signing up for. But just because you know the risk doesn't make it good. Like, I still don't support the military-industrial complex, even though it's some people's dreams to be a soldier. Like, I'm just anti-war. But for some reason, I'm okay with football right now. And I don't know what that says about me. And I don't know what that says about my potential parenting. And, and I think that's why I'm doing this, because I respect you, and I like you, and I don't think you you're, <laughs> you crave blood sport. I don't think no, that... No, really, but, like, I, I, I hate... There's a lot of sports that I don't want my kids to do. I don't think football is the only... Like, I don't want my child to be a gymnast. I think it, like, ravages your body. I sure. grew up playing tennis and golf. And I get to play tennis and golf until I die. So, like, that's just all, that's my pitch for trying to 
guide my child, but I also may have a child that doesn't want to play sports, and that has to be, like, fine, too. Um, Do you think you'll be disappointed if your child doesn't want to play sports? No, because I'm sure they'll, like, love something else and be passionate about it, and I'll be, like, you know, so happy to learn about that through them. That's how I feel, too, but at the same time, I don't want to be like, yeah, sports ball, stupid, in front of a kid. When it's the most, it's still the most important league in America. To deny that is stupid. And I live in Washington D.C. This is the most football obsessed town yeah. I've ever been to. And this is an 0-4 team that has been historically shitty. And I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, that's a you got a bad you got a bad squad there. Which I guess makes it easier to like ignore. Well, and they also have a very problematic owner. And they also are, like, the one team that, like, insists on having this racial-based mascot and name. Yeah, it's a slur. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's end with something positive. Are there any Chicago Bears players that are, like, good human beings that you could maybe inform me about, considering your history? Um, I met Tariq Cohen, and he was delightful. Is there anyone on the Colts? that makes you proud to be a Colts fan? Not okay, but, like, proud. Like, they're doing good work for the community and they happen to play for my team, and hell yeah. I honestly think most of them. Okay. When I see them out in the community, I'm like, oh, wow, I think they're doing really awesome, good stuff. I, yeah, and I, I feel the same way about the Pacers, too. Are you more excited for the Pacers uh, postseason or the Colts postseason? The, I think they're. I think they're both going to be. The, the, I guess the Pacers. The Pacers have a better shot of being deeper in the playoffs than the Colts do. But I do feel, as an adult with a full life and happiness, and someone I love and a family that I care for, sports is sort of an added joy and not a necessity in my life anymore.